0: Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan you Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. On today's show, brought to you by Locker Room, we will dive into the biggest question marks with this team in Kansas City and give you the roster projection 2.0. This is Locked on Royals, the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals Monday through Friday, giving you Royals content. Listen, the show's brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me this week on Wednesday at 2:30 Central Time, and we'll be hanging out on Locker Room. Listen, locker room is a great app. Download it for any iOS device. You can come, hang out, and ch- hang out and chat live with me. It's an audio-only medium where we just hang out and talk sports. So I-, I want to dive in now to the biggest questions about this team because baseball season's coming. I mean, it's almost here. We are just a couple of days away, nine days away from the start of the season. It's a week from Thursday. It's about to get Serious. So, how do you evaluate this team? What are the biggest question marks of this team? The biggest question mark to me is, of course, the starting rotation. I I don't know how you can have a bigger question mark than that because the rotation is just, frankly, a bit of a mess right now. Uh, You you don't really have that guy that you know for sure what he's going to bring. Brad Keller is the closest to that, where you know for sure what you're going to get from him every fifth day. And then you have Brady Singer, who I think can have Cy Young potential. And I think Brady Singer will be an incredible pitcher in his career, but he's still very young. He's only had experience in that weird 60-game season last year where there's no fans in the stands. And this year, you're going to be going to places all over the world, uh, not just in this kind of region. You're going to be going all over the world, different sea levels. You're going to have different fan bases, different fan capacities. When you go down to Arlington Heck, by the time that the Rose make that return trip, it might be 100% capacity over there. But when you go to a place like, you know, New York, it'll be like 20% capacity and so on and so forth. You're going to be around fans, which does matter for young pitchers and see how he responds to that. I think that with Brady Singer, you know, you just, don't, you just don't know what you're going to get, right? I mean, it can be incredible. It can be a month of good and a month of bad and back and forth that entire season. It can be all good. It can be all bad. You just don't know. I personally think that he's going to be all good. I think he's going to be a really good pitcher. Maybe some rough starts here and there, of course, as a young guy. But outside of a, a handful, one, two, three kind of bad starts, he'll be electric and it'll be fun to watch. But he's still a question mark. Danny Duffy and Mike Miner are pitchers who are not very good in Major League Baseball, especially when they're starters. These two guys are much better in that bullpen role. What can they provide you? Danny Duffy's in a contract year, so it's it's now or never for Duffy. It's his contract year. He has to prove something if he wants to be a starter because I do not see how he'll be worth anything on the open market as a starter if he does what he's done in his career to this point. Like He has to have this outlier year to be worth anything as a starter because to me, he's only found elite success and he's only been able to maximize his success in that bullpen. Same with Mike Minor. He's been an average starter who is way more effective in the bullpen. So you have two arms who you'd much rather see coming out of the pen, then starting the game. And then you have a reliable arm in Brad Keller, who you know is going to get some ground balls for you. He's going to not work into trouble too much, and is going to be really good and keep you inside the game, right? Rare will be the time, right, where Brad Keller is starting the game and it's a blowout and your team has no chance. Brad Keller gives you that chance to win every fifth day. Now, it's not the automatic win that most aces are, but it gives you that better than good chance to win the baseball game every single fifth day. That's really good. And then you have the young arms of, of Bubic and, and Singer where it can be up and down. And I think that you're going to have more ups and downs with Bubic than Singer. I think that Singer will kind of be steady and be really, really good. But there's still question marks about these young guys, but rightfully so. So the rotation is number one. Because if you look outside of the rotation, what what don't you like about this team, right? What, what is what is the big flaw with this team? The bullpen's really good. I, I really like this bullpen. The more that I think about it, the more that I see it, I really like this bullpen. The lineup has a ton of potential. Now, granted, every lineup in the AL, for the most part, is really good. Every lineup in baseball nowadays can hit. But this lineup is really good. It's a really good lineup. They play really good defense. They they, they have a lot of speed. They have a good bullpen. Does that remind you of anything? They're not projected to do much on paper, but all that comes together? Does it remind you of any sort of season involved? The rotation is the real big outlier here. It's the real big question. And if you get a incredible year from contract year Danny Duffy or from bounce-back Mike, Mike Miner, if you get an incredible year from, from one of those guys, much less both of those guys, this team can be all of a sudden really, really good. It only takes those two to kind of click here. And this team can be really good. They need that January Guthrie year. They need that that Jason Vargas year. They need that Edison Volquez year from these two guys. And I'm not sure if they can give it to you, but that's why it's the number one biggest question mark. Because if this rotation is on, and you get this rotation improved even a little bit, which can happen in a multitude of ways. It can happen both with Duffy and Minor bouncing back. It can also happen where you call up Daniel Lynch, and he's really good, and you move one of those guys to the bullpen and even increase your bullpen and bolster it so it's even better than it already is entering the season, which I think during this year is already one of the top bullpens in baseball. The rotation is key in this season. But the number two question mark for Kansas City is Alberto Mondesi, and the Royals are in a bit of a weird stage with Mondesi. It feels like nobody's neutral on Mondesi, right? You're either all in on him being the superstar, just give him time. Look at the look at September last year; he's a rising star, or you're kind of all out on Mondesi, right? You're kind of just like, ah, oh, whatever. He plays good enough defense, really good defense. He has a lot of speed, but I'm sick of watching him be a disaster at the plate for five months. And that last month, he's really good. It's one of two options for most people about Mondesi. And he has to decide what he's going to be and who he's going to be. And for me, if Mondesi can be a league average or just slightly below league average hitter with all the other assets of his game, the speed, the defense, then he can be a really good ball player and he can be a really good part of this core. But we can't keep doing this over and over again, right? You can't keep being terrible for 90% of the year and then coming on late and, and giving people this hope of he's going to be a, a a breakout kind of guy. I think that this is put up or shut up a year. And it's why the contract extension talk is interesting because either side can really get burned. If Mondesi signs a team-friendly deal but then does finally have that breakout year, does finally have that all-star type year, and now he's locked into a team-friendly deal, whenever he could have capitalized on that this offseason, you know that, that burns Mondesi. If the Royals project he'll be an all-star, give him a, a really nice deal where when it comes out, you're thinking that Mondesi got the better end of it, and then Mondesi does what he's typically done in his career, right? and is only good for one month or so, and is hurt, and has all those other variables to his game, then you feel like the Royals made a mistake. So they're in a bit of a holding pattern here. And that's why we need to see what Mondesi's going to do. And Mondesi presents this player where there's no rational people anymore. Like, there's, no, there's no one who's able to have a rational conversation because you're either dug into he sucks or you're dug into he's going to be a superstar. And there's a very large... Possibility here, in fact, the greatest possibility is that he's going to be a below average to average player. He's not going to be god awful. He's not going to be a superstar. He's going to be somewhere in that middle tier, that gray area. But this is his chance. He has all the protection he needs in this lineup. He has everything he needs to succeed this year. This is his chance to be that ascending superstar, to be that all star Keller player. Hell, to be that better than good player, right? To be that even good player, that baseline of good. This is his chance to to be that kind of player. It's put up or shut up time for Mondesi. That's a big question mark for what he can bring. And if he can be that really good player, if he can be that borderline all-star player, if he can be that truly all-star player, yet again, it leads this Royals team to more success. And the last question mark about this team, will the lineup bounce back? There's a lot of good names here. Right, But who do you know for sure will be good? I know for sure Whit Merrifield will be good. I know for sure Salvador Perez will be a good hitter. And I think that he can be even better than that. But I know for sure he'll at least be a good hitter. Other than that, you need bounce backs from Dozier. You need bounce backs from Santana. You need bounce backs from Benatendi. You need bounce backs from Soler. You need a bounce back from Mondesi. Right? Those are a lot of the names you like that still have to prove it. So can this lineup bounce back? And if all three of these questions are yes and that they all happen, right, you get the bounce back from Minor Duffy and you get the bounce back from the lineup, and you have Mondesi turn into a good player, even just a even just a below average hitter, again, even just that baseline, then all of a sudden this is a, a playoff caliber team. Will they make it there? Who knows? But it's a caliber team that's a caliber playoff team, right? That that, that can finish a couple games out. Coming up, we're going to preview and project this roster, our roster projection 2.0 for April 1st on opening day against the Rangers. But right now, let's talk about our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago, you probably couldn't work the internet properly. It was such a mess that 20 years ago, whenever someone called your landline, which by the way, if you have a landline still, let me know on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. If someone called your landline, the internet would just stop working. It'd be kaput, it'd be over, it'd be done with. Adios. got to reboot everything. But you could have been spending that time before the landline rung going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts your car would ever need. My favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars. Absolutely nothing about cars. But here's the big catch here. I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to do is go to their amazing website. It's truly incredible how functional their website is and put my make, my model, my year into their database. And they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I'm not wasting money and time on parts I do not need, parts I cannot use. It's truly a godsend for people like me who know nothing about cars. So go right now to rockauto.com. Tell them that Lockdown sent you and the how did you hear about us box, and they'll know what to do from there. Rockauto.com, amazing selection. reliable low prices of the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We are back on the Locked On Rose podcast. I want to tell you right now to check out the Locked On Today podcast. Get more of the sport news you need in less time with the new Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. Follow Locked On Today podcast anywhere you get your podcast from, including the radio.com app. So I want to talk right now about the opening day roster projections. We're getting close. We had our 1.0 projection. Now let's have our 2.0 projection. And the Royals still have some interesting, right? Some interesting looks at this. Like some interesting kind of decisions to make here. Let's go over the locks, right? Who is absolutely on this team? Well, they've already announced the rotation it will be Keller, Miner, Singer, Duffy to start. So those are four locks right away. We can also lock in the lineup. It'll be Merrifield and right, Benatendi and left, Santana at first, Perez at catcher, right? And then it'll be Solaire DHing, Dozier at third, Mondesi at short, Lopez at second, and Michael A. Taylor in center field. That's gonna be your lineup opening day. Some variation of that. Move the order any way you want to with Mike Matheny, but but that's some variation of that. Those are locks. So now we have nine locks in the lineup, four in the rotation. On the bench, the locks are Cam Gallagher, because you need a backup catcher, and he's still going to be the backup catcher. Dry Dyson, because you signed him to a major league deal. So that's a lock. I still think you give the nod to Alberto, since you sent down Bobby Witt Jr., because you're going to need a platoon with Nicky Lopez. So you give the nod to Alberto, and he makes the team. So that's three bench players right here. And since you're not using a fifth starter, it might open up a spot on the bench for... An additional player, and I think if you carry four bench bats, it'll be Ryan O'Hearn. If the Royals do not want to carry four bench bats, I think it'll be Irvin Santana that gets the extra nod in the pitching on the pitching staff. So that's a, that's a tough one for me. It's a toss-up. I think that they go Santana because of how because of how worried everyone is about the pitching. Right, everyone's so worried that that with the weird season we're coming off of last year, that pitching injuries will be on the rise and that pitchers cannot last. This full season after they got adjusted to the 60 game slate. And so you want to prepare for that by using up Santana, using up some of these uh, you know, Brad Brock's of the world, the way Davis is of the world in this early period before you get going, before you get really started with the young guys. So I think that Santana has a chance here to make the team. But if he doesn't, I think that his spot will be going to Ryan O'Hearn. Now the bullpen. The locks in the bullpen to me are Holland, Stamont, Hahn, Barlow, Zimmer. I think that those are locks. You can throw in Richard Lovelady because he's a lefty. I think that Wade Davis makes the team. I think that Jacob Junis and Brad Brock make the team. So so again, my bullpen in general is Holland, Stalmont, Hahn, Barlow, Zimmer, Davis, Lovelady, Junis, Brock. And, and that's the team. That's the entire 26-man roster. My biggest question to, to monitor moving forward is Irvin Santana. I, I'm not sure if Santana gets in. I think that... Brock makes it. I think that Davis makes it. And I'm not sure if Santana makes it. Now you can have the the question mark too of if you want to keep O'Hearn and you want to keep Santana, then the battle goes to Santana versus Brock. So will it be Brad Brock? Will it be Santana? And I think that Santana is more versatile and can do more things for you as we need these kind of swing arms in this in this season where, again, people are so worried about pitching depth. So I think that the edge there goes to Santana. So if if Santana can beat out two different guys in O'Hearn for the, you know, if you don't want to keep four bench bats and then Brock, if you do want to keep four bench bats, I think that Santana is close to a lock on this roster. Of course, it's hard to lock in non-roster invites, but but I think that he'll make the club and uh, you'll start out this season with your four man rotation and it'll be Irvin Santana getting a spot start if you need it before calling back up Chris Bubich. Now, when this season gets going, though, again, this is just the April 1st projection. When this season gets going, I imagine, you know, you have to you have to assume that that Chris Bubich will be back up as a fit starter. And eventually, Bobby Witt Jr. comes up and you send and DFA Alberto and you're, you're kind of set with this lineup for now. I think that there's a world in which Dyson's not very good because he's old and this was kind of just a sentimental move where he's not very good. And you call up Kyle Isbell, like, midway through the season, and then, of course, Dyson gets DFA'd. There's always going to be injuries. There's always going to be slumps. But it, you know, all things considered right now, I think that this is the plan for the team. And I know that there's been so much roster turnover recently, and maybe you didn't have time to keep up with baseball last year. You had a lot going on in your life. There was some wackiness to that season. It felt like it wasn't really a legitimate season. Maybe that turns some people, some people off. Whenever the roster is officially announced, I'm going to have an entire podcast breaking down each individual player where they've come from in their their MLB career, where they've been, how the Rose acquired them, and and what's kind of expected for them this season. That way it can kind of be a refresher to everybody of where we're at with this roster. But the more we project this roster out, the more that we look at this team, the more that I think, wow, you know what? This team really needs to be a contending team, not a playoff team. That's not the, the end goal here. I mean, of course, it's the end goal, but that's not the expectation here. But this team has to give you a summer of fun. It has to be exciting and fun to look forward to the Royals game every single day. It does not need to be a drag for myself and all of you to go, OK, well, here's another Royals game. No, you should be anticipating that you should be looking forward to that. You, you should always be in the hunt this year no more than five, six games out of the playoffs, and just always be on the cusp of breaking through. That's what this season should be. This should be a fun, fun year in Kansas City. We can't predict how good it'll be in terms of if they'll make the playoffs. They have a pathway, which is more than we can say in recent years. They have a legitimate path to the postseason. Without having Homer glasses on, they have a path there if legitimately everything breaks their way. But what has to happen this year And what will be considered a failure if it doesn't happen is you have to be competitive. You have to be fun. You have to be engaging. And you have to be excited for Royals baseball every single day. I want you to be excited to watch the Royals game and then come here the next day and listen to me talk about this team. I don't want us to get in that pattern we got in the recent years where, okay, here's another Royals game. Oh, what would he do? They lost six to one again. Oh my goodness okay, that that rinse, wash, repeat type of scenario. I want every day of this season to be something fun. I want this season to be that 2013 kind of vibe because the Royals have said for years that 2022 is playoffs or bust. And to get there, to get to that goal that you've set out for literally years, you have to have this year be okay, I can see the light. I, I can see the light. I can see this team. I can see them building to that goal. That has to happen. Right now, I'm going to tell you our good friends over at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is amazing. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and AHL in full swing. online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props and almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, the scores, the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to a website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook book experts. Promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline.ag gets you 50% on your welcome bonus, and they have everything you can imagine. You can do over-unders. You can do AL MVP. You can do Rookie of the Year. Everything. They have it there at BetOnline.ag to go bet on. So BetOnline.ag, promo code LOCKEDON, 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit. I also want to tell you about your friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is an incredible protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use our promo code locked Fifteen get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com, check back to see who won yesterday's matchup, and right now for today's matchup, we have a very, very special one. We have chocolate brownie chunk versus lemon almond cheesecake. I'm a sucker for cheesecake. I love cheesecake, but this is how tough that they make it. This is how good these Built Bars taste. Even though I love cheesecake, I'm still going to go with the brownie chunk because it's just amazing. Try it today and vote for it today at builtbar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter. Remember when you go to builtbar.com to use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the very best tasting protein bar, Built Bar. It's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, It's an amazing tasting protein bar, and it's great for the keto diet. It's 100% real chocolate on the outside of every single bar. The Locked On MLB Divisional Crossovers. We have ours coming up tomorrow with Locked On Tigers. We'll get into that in a second. But beginning on Wednesday on the Locked On MLB podcast, it'll be featuring one of our biggest events of the entire year. It's the Locked On MLB Divisional Preview Series all of our all of our local experts including myself in every mlb market answer the biggest questions surrounding each and every team follow the locked mlb to on the radio.com app or whatever podcast you listen on follow it there and get all that information to preview each and every division and let you know who is expecting to be good and bad and what's happening around this incredible sport what's coming up this week on locked on royals though this is locked on royals a daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals today We broke down the roster projection. We had the biggest question marks. Tomorrow, we're going to have the Tigers divisional crossover. We're up to the Tigers now. We have one more, and that'll be next week against the White Sox. It'll be me crossing over with Lockdown White Sox. But tomorrow will be me crossing over with Lockdown Tigers. We're going to go through each team and talk all about it. You've heard them before. Thursday is our bold prediction episode. You will not want to miss that. Friday is our first edition of MLB Friday of the 2021 season, we're going to break down every division winner and award winner and kind of just give my MLB in general predictions for this season. And then next week, it is just full on preview over unders opening day preview, opening series preview, the first month preview, what's going to happen in all of April. It's going to be Royals awards. It's going to be everything, everything about the Royal season will happen next week. So tune in, subscribe anywhere you get your podcast from. Again, I'm going to go live on locker room, on Wednesday at 230 Central Time, follow Locked On Royals on Twitter to so get updated exactly when I go live. And on Locker Room, when you go download the app from the iOS app store, go download that app, download it right now, sign up, and then follow me on Locker Room at Rylan underscore style, same as Twitter, at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. And you'll be notified every single time I go live. We'll have our Locked On Royals hangout on Wednesday, talking all about the Royals, getting excited for the baseball season to start next week. We're even going to hang out uh, maybe during that spring training game tomorrow. So it'll be a good time. Tune in over there. And again, tomorrow on Locked On Royals feed, you're going to get the Tigers divisional crossover. But we're going to have those Locked On uh, locker room hangouts throughout this entire season at least once a week. So it's going to be live. It's audio only. It's exclusive content. it's, It's... even more content, hangouts, you know, watch parties, all of it on Locker Room. So follow me again at Ryland_Styles. We'll be back tomorrow. Be good and be good to one another.